Now, I know some of you have done some research for this adventure. You mean Marathon Five Seasons of Buffy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? You got five seasons in? I'm on season five. In one week? In like three days. <laughs> I started Tuesday. <laughs> I started Tuesday. I went to work on Wednesday. And then I watched... Did you sleep? Thurs- no, I watched Thursday, Friday. Oh, and I had a migraine Saturday. So I slept most of Saturday last night. It was possibly Buffy-induced migraine. <laughs> <laughs> You have that, that theme so song good. going through your head like constantly, that drum beat. Yeah, yeah, it's great. She's like, I have the stabbing pain in my heart for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like I got snooing through a heart. My memory. Yeah, and I'm on a season five, episode three. <laughs> Do you remember exactly the episode? That is. <laughs> yeah, because I watched one right before I came well, here. Clearly, you win the prize for the most research. <laughs> I know. It's like dedicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did anybody else uh, do any any research here? I don't, that's there's air quotes around that research for you, you know people can't see it for no particular reason. I felt like watching the first two Terminator movies. No, oh, solid. I watched uh, Predator and Predators, the Robert Rodriguez many years <laughs> later uh, version. And I have a thought about that, by the way, but I'll let, I'll let other people answer the question. I've never seen either a Rocky or a Rambo movie in my life. You really haven't? Oh I have gosh. not. Oh my God. I'm really winging this. How the fuck is that possible? Oh I, don't I don't know. Cause I don't know. Because he has good taste in movies. That's well, how. I, I beg of you, watch Rocky... Forget about Rocky 1 and 2. They're like legitimate movies. Watch Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. (laughs) And then then, uh, you can watch First Blood if you want. But that's actually kind of a drama. I mean, it's... uh, They were serious movies in there. Yeah, right. Go straight for Rambo First Blood Part 2. I mean, regardless of viewing status, I definitely will be saying at some point in initiative, they drew First Blood. (laughs) Well, before you get to the last episode of Buffy... (laughs) <laughs> Let's get to the first episode okay. of The Exterminators. It's early morning in Artisport, and down at the docks, there's a ship hastily being prepared to leave. It's a smaller two-masted ship, but it's of the faster sort, not really meant for much cargo. But four figures are hastily boarding the ship, as the captain's doing his best to be ready for launch. You recognize these four people as Zadik Eel, Dr. Constance, Dr. Jack, and Dr. Tindleton's T.A. Or maybe Dr. Tindleton, we don't know. We haven't really resolved this issue just yet. But they seem to be in a hurry to be off to parts unknown. Seems like there's more to be solved in this mystery. There's more story to tell. But while they're traveling, City of Artisport never really sleeps. In the shadows, it's just another day of business. So across town, in what we refer to as the Canal District, there's a job getting ready to take place as four people make their way to the Platinum Pint to see what work is available for them. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Canal District is an unofficial district of Artisport. Outside the city walls, it's where the uh, sewage canal 
hauls all the filth and, and slime from the city uh, far out and away from the uh, fine folks in Artisport. But here is a uh, shanty town, if you will, a village of ne'er-do-wells who don't want to be noticed and don't want to be seen. And, and all too often, this is a convenient place for business, the business of the shadows of Artisport. And walking into the Platinum Pint, one of the uh, fine establishments built out mostly old wood and canvas, serving drinks that are, well, barely drinkable, but if you're trying to be unnoticed, if you're trying to do something a little outside the law, this is the place for you. And on this cool morning, one of the first people that walks in looks a little different than some of the others. What's this fellow look like? Opening through the tavern door and obviously just slamming open the door, which gets the attention of most everyone nearby, but person seems to not care. Is just a gigantic figure. This person is a human who is about 6'4", and is wearing a massive cloak to cover up most of his figure, but is just walks in and stops and steps down through the opening steps into the area and just quickly looks around, slowly moving his eyes across the room, walks over and sits down and just simply waits at the edge of the bar. There's a crusty looking fellow who looks at you and looks over at an empty pint as if he's questioning if you want something. Never really says a word, just a grunt. Hmm? What is the cheapest one you have? He looks behind him at the one giant barrel. <laughs> uh, just got the one. One. He goes over to the giant keg that's been tapped and pours you one out. You're fairly certain that this isn't so much an ale as in probably lots of different ales that just keep getting poured in over the top and not even like the this is the dregs of different barrels of ale it's a combination uh, however it's just a simple copper piece nice and cheap and he pours you a nice big uh, tall pint of what is most likely the worst ale you've ever had in your well for you maybe <laughs> not so bad but uh, this is not the good stuff they don't have the good stuff at the platinum pint the odor from the canal tends to pretty much make you immune to most of the flavor anyway. After a moment of you considering what you want to do with this uh, mug of ale, uh, somebody else walks in to this fine establishment. Well, this guy, uh, you know, opens up the door, doesn't slam it open like the, uh, uh, the person who just came through, but he steps inside. He's a, uh, he's a human male, um, about average height. Uh, he's uh, wearing a pair of, um, you know, uh, uh, kind of pants. Uh, tucked into big leather boots. Uh, he's got a leather um, vest on, uh, but he's not wearing anything underneath it. Uh, so he's kind of sleeveless there. Doesn't appear to be armed, which is a little unusual uh, in this particular area. And he stops inside the door and he looks around and he says, Geez, I, I didn't think it could smell worse in this place. <laughs> looks like I was wrong. And he walks up to the bar. Barkeep! Give me your finest, cheapest ale. And again, the barkeep somewhat grunts and pours you your own special mug from the one giant keg. Well, this guy takes the mug and he looks at it, takes a drink. Ah, what do you call that? Dysentery the ale? You get nothing but a grunt in reply. As just then, somebody else walks into this bar. What does this fellow look like? As the door is open, and the bright light from outside silhouettes a figure, a rugged figure, the door is closed and we see a man with kind of stringy 
kind of curly black hair, wearing a green leather jacket, kind of tattered. He's got a bag slung over his shoulder. He looks like kind of a drifter. And he walks up next to, next to the other two figures at the bar. He wraps his knuckles that you can see, which are bound in tape. He wraps the bar and turns his head and he looks at one of the other two at the table and a, a look of recognition comes over him. He looks over, reaches out his hand and says, Freeze you, son of a bitch. It has been a long time. I have not seen you for friend. Uh, you have an age today. This is just how it works sometimes. I guess so. I'll have whatever he's having. You can take mine. Awful generous of you. I would not go that far. Mostly just awful. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make the exact same question. <laughs> he's like, he's not doing you any favors, friend. And uh, Adrian Lestone takes a drink and kind of winces. But most of his taste buds have already been burnt off. Been beat out of him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, barkeep. Do we have to pay extra for the crust on this ale? He's like, breakfast. <laughs> Who's <laughs> breakfast? Yours now. <laughs> Looks like it was someone else's earlier. And about the time a fourth person walks into the Platinum Pint, this one, however, seems a little different than the other three. What, what do we see? <laughs> so, walking in, you see a teenage girl about... Five one five two, with blonde hair, um, leather pants, and a purple halter top, with a leather jacket over it, and not sensible shoes in the slightest. Some cute, about three-inch heels on, and a giant axe strapped across her back. So strapless heels, but a strapped axe. Yep, strapless <laughs> heels and a strapped axe. They're chunky heels, though. There, there's some chunky heels. Okay, well, so, that's, yeah. that's important. That's yeah. important, yeah. You never know what you're going to have to do in those heels. You exactly. Know. You don't want the stilettos. You got the chunky heels. And she walks in, and she just kind of looks around and goes, ugh, this is, ugh. And kind of walks up to the bar. And just goes, oh, my, my shoes. Are you, uh, are you a lost little lady? Um, I, I don't think. Law? No, no, I'm supposed to be here. If you say so, are you applying for a job or something? No, I, I just didn't feel like going to history. I don't know what that means. Class? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure, he's got some. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Not to be impolite, that's the biggest axe I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, no, it... I killed things with the with the sharp end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easier than using the not sharp end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. About that time, the barkeep kind of looks at the four of you and nods over to the other side of the bar and is like, office is open. Of course, by the office, he just means there's a table over on the other side of the bar that you now notice two people uh, you're unfamiliar with have walked up to, but pretty certain he means these. this is your contact. I'll be back. <laughs> and gets up and goes over to the table. There, <laughs> you can uh, you can keep the rest of this. Uh, help yourself. And he does. 
It says you pour it back in the. Uh... He, he drains it back, and um, remember the man show? Mm -hmm. That guy that would just down like yeah, a yeah, whole the, pint in one box. gulp? Yeah, it, it's just like that. Just gulp. He's done this before. Oh my God. I don't know what your insights look like. Christ. Uh, it got to be better than the outside, right? <laughs> yeah, that ain't saying much. It's really not. No. So as the four of you saunter over and have a seat at the table with these two individuals, there's one kind of scrawny, scraggly guy, and another guy, pretty good-sized fellow, but not necessarily just bulky, but obviously a little overweight as well. The guy at the table addresses you first. Hello, I'm Ed. It's my brother Ed. We're the Nettie brothers. I can't just... You know what? In You're welcome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but God damn it. And the, fir the first fucking time you, you that was point, I didn't get it. It was like like number like three. And we're like, you know what that? You know the joke, right? I'm like, I don't get it. And then it's now I understand there's a job that he's doing, and you lot look like you need what? I figure we can do business. He's kind of looking at you like you're nodding yes or no, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Now this is gonna be a real short adventure, everybody. I could, <laughs> I could use some scratch. I gotta. I got a wagon that's uh, <clears throat> that's been uh, repossessed, so to speak. All right. I over you see that fancy fella just walked in the bar, and you guys look over, and there's a, a very butlery looking butler fellow, <laughs> uh, the butleriest of the butlers, standing over the bar. I we gonna call him Jeeves, at least for now. You say he represents someone with lots of money and big fancy house, one of them old mansions over in West Mate. He says they got a bunch of old catacombs or something underneath, and uh, um, they mostly forgot about them. I don't remember what all we said, but uh, some beastie, like, he came out and grabbed someone. Big damn spider or something. Carried off a maid? I don't know. He'll tell you all about it if you want. Spider big enough to carry off a maid? Yeah, so they want a couple people who knows their way around the fight. Go in there and clear out them whatever might be in them catacombs. The good news is they need a crew ASAP. I don't know what that means, but they need it. I think it means like right away. They also want a crew to keep their mouth shut. You know, they's all fancy folks and they don't want wood getting around. So that's it. If you're in Jeeves there, he'll lead you over. You clear it out. Get it ever happen. Oh, and don't forget, it was the Nettie Brothers. Put all that gold in your pocket. Make sure you pass that word around, though. So, don't talk about the mission, but talk about the money. Yeah, just that so you got jobs here. You just don't talk oh. about the job. Okay. I think it's called, what do they call that, discretion? I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. The four of us, discretion is our middle name. Yeah, that's why I thought I took one look at you, my lads, and I was like, that looks like discretion right there. My favorite thing about Reeves there is his subtlety. Awkward pause. <laughs> See? Are okay. we supposed to be talking? They said keep mouth shut. Did he just call me a laugh? I don't know. I take it as a compliment. Uh, isn't that how we're supposed to do it these days? All progressive and stuff. <laughs> you just want the boys, right? No. Oh. Uh, well, maybe I got that wrong. I get things wrong sometimes. Okay. It's about being the bro on the inside that matters. No. Yeah, I don't think that's it either. So you you're saying you want a bro on your inside? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I missed that. But another, another awkward pause. I, I was thinking. Of, <laughs> I, I was still thinking about a spider big enough to carry off a mate. 
Maybe this is a real bad idea. That's a good thing me and Reeves served together in the Spider Wars. <laughs> you were you were in the Spider Wars? Spider I said, Wars. The I spider Wars. All, all eight legs of it. There was a Spider Wars. Yeah, we had to eradicate them. Chemical warfare fucked up our taste buds pretty bad. But when did this happen? About two years ago. You're probably too young to remember. Before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I have severe brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to the Spider Wars. <laughs> I will never turn to the history class. I skipped every single one. <laughs> all right. Well, if you all was in, you won't get paid. Yeah. Uh, you, yes. uh, That's why we're here. It's better than school. All right. But there better be money in it. Yeah. Yeah, we got some good coin. I Ed, come on over here and give them that money. And the, the big fella comes over and he's got a, a large sack of coins. Which, which he starts bringing out gold pieces and he's like, Okay, here's one, two, oh my three. God. Oh shit, we're getting paid for this. Wait a minute, how many do they get? Yeah, we're going to give them each 150 gold pieces. So uh, go ahead and count all that out. Okay, where was I? One, two, Three. Like, we fast forward to like four hours later. He's like, Is that a hundred and how many? You are correct. But uh, they do dole out the gold. Here's uh, your 150 gold pieces each, which seems like a lot, by the way. That is a lot of scratch. All right. Now, you you fellas get up there with Javes and he going to show you uh, to do. Where are you going? See you fellas later. Hopefully. Thank you. Oh, and lady, to you too. Thanks. Hopefully, someone uh, someone learned something. <laughs> as you guys took him about the four hours mm-hmm. to count. As, as you walk away, Ed's having that conversation with Ed. Where he's like, I think it's kind of nice they're letting ladies do this nowadays. Me too. <laughs> ladies should be adventurers too. Yeah. Having like a weird, awkward conversation about it. About the five foot one yeah. teenage girl. Maybe they can get taller ones. <laughs> I like the tall ones. As soon as she's out of shot, they're like, they're going to rip her up <laughs> To shreds, you say. <laughs> yeah. They seem nice. Are they going to live? Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but the third time that he got distracted at 122, I thought I was going to have to off myself. Is that a dwarf and battleaxe dwarf? I, I'm, I'm not a... Dwarf. You are a dwarf. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm a. I never said. Girl. You are not dwarf. You are dwarf. Dwarf human. N- no, I'm seventeen. Did I mention the chemical warfare? Nope. Did your parents have to sign a permission slip for you to be here? They don't know. Uh. <laughs> your professor said it was okay. <laughs> how do you? How do you lift that axe? Like this, she pulls it out. It's uncanny. It's as Plans big it as you, as big as you <laughs> are. It is a comically large battle axe. <laughs> I talked to the librarian about it. He said it was. He said it was fine. It, good researcher, that guy. He's he's great. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, it gets all the information I need. That's all he does all day. All day. Yeah. 
Way to meet his replacement. <laughs> All the right. Worst. So you guys head over to the butler looking fellow? Thank you, yeah. Should I, should I do all the talking with the rich fella then? Uh, I think one of us one of the, one of us will work that out. No, yeah. no, let's see. Are you saying goes. that I am not good at imitating good human charms? What what did you mean by imitating? What? It was an odd choice of words. It are you are you not human? That you are aware. Oh okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a real animal. You should have seen him on the battlefield. What? What? Human huh? are animal. Uh, we call huh? him the machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something made right here. Did we mention the chemical warfare? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, this is a little several times there. Wiggy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they dropped the little ass on the battlefield. <laughs> Not like the drug, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the uh, uh, Project Ultra? Uh, the one where they, they took Ultra. Soldiers, MK Ultra. Yeah, where yeah. They took, uh, soldiers with, uh, yeah, LSD. with LSD. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Let, let's see how this goes. Let, let's, okay. let him, let's let them talk to uh, okay. the uh, sophisticated guy. Don't worry. I think I got this uh, pretty, okay. pretty good. You, all right. All, all right. So Adri Adrian <laughs> appro approaches the guy and like clears his throat and like taps the guy on the shoulder kind of hard <laughs> like just he you, like probably stumbles forward. like in his in his mind he's like he's like very gently and politely tapping the guy on the shoulder and he's like i'm nailing this <laughs> <laughs> and the guy i imagine whip whips around like who the fuck <laughs> and sees well, essentially a vagabond standing there you know hey, brother that's you right oh uh Yes, um, hmm, yes. Well, I got your news. You know, we're here to tell you, and we're the guys. You're, you're, you're the crew, then? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, good day, uh, um, lady and, and gentlemen. Well, we got a couple questions for you. Yes, um, I believe they said you might have questions? What's that? Uh, carry on with your questions, then. I think this guy might be an idiot. <laughs> what do you say we get out of this fine establishment and follow me? I'll, I'll lead you towards the destination. It's a bit of a walk, but... That's a terrible idea. I think we should get out of here and go talk about this somewhere else. Yes, good, good fantastic idea. If you're ready, I'll, I'll, I can escort you to the premises. I don't think it's going very well. You seem snooty. You should take over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I. I can do that. Yeah. We. We'll. We'll follow you. Yeah. But that. That works. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. One that can speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. Let's go. And I round them up. And <laughs> now, I'm. I'm quite certain the requirement for absolute discretion has been adequately explained. Um, yeah. The. Ed. Ed. Eddie Brothers explained it to us. Oh, it was Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The Eddie Brothers. Ed, Ned, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie Brothers. While they're talking about discretion, I'm just like doing push ups in the street <laughs> while they're like. We were hoping that this uh, rather sorted business will get, well, rather sorted out rather quickly and, and quietly, so. Yeah, that that's what, what they said. They put a, a giant spider dragged off a of me. Spider work. 
once, once again, discretion is, a, yeah. discretion is well paramount in this situation. But, yeah. um, I'm afraid there's very little to tell. You see, the uh, the catacombs they've been uh, under the estate for well, a very long time. In fact, before the, any of the current buildings were constructed, uh, several hundred years ago. We're really not certain of all of their original purpose. Some of the upper rooms have been used for storage on and off uh, over the decades, uh, uh, but it's been a long time since anyone has wandered in at all. You see. Uh, there are, of course, some some family legends claiming. Uh, that the catacombs are quite extensive and include several natural cavernous areas. Now, the gates have always been locked up up until yesterday, when a when a rather large spider broke open the gate and and carried off one of the maids while she was in the yard hanging the laundry. Uh, several other the servants witnessed the abduction. Uh, the gate has been guarded since, uh, while we located some proper uh, experts. Uh, I think, which is supposed to be you. You, you said there were some family legends. What, what did they say? Oh, just that uh, you know, many, of the, uh, many of the family's ancestors, and especially in the young ones and the misspent youth, would sometimes wander off into the catacombs, and uh, uh, they're, apparently they're quite extensive. Uh, the many branches. Uh, it has been, well, it's been decades since anyone's been down there at all. Do they, uh, you know, these stories of people wandering off, did they uh, <clears throat> describe, um, you know, is it... Uh, you know, ancient temples or passages, you know, to the, uh, uh, can we say underdark or is that legally <laughs> I believe that actually is copyrighted. Yeah, to the, uh, underground areas, you know, oh. um. Oh, no, nothing quite so, where's the table? Uh, uh, you know, usually young ones wandering off and getting lost and have to be found. And, um, of course, you know, that, that once upon a time the family all buried their dead down there. So clearly there's some, you know, there are some areas there where those, uh, those still can be found. And, uh, you know, mentioning the fact that it's used for tombs, that's an important detail. No, oh, yes, of course. That's why I mentioned it. Yes. Do you, do you have like any any maps or blueprints? Any any of the areas? No, like I said, no. No one's been down there for decades. As a matter of fact, there's really no living memory uh, behind the, the the first room or two as, as it is there. Uh, I'm afraid all of this happened a long time ago. Just uh, once again, the legends. Uh, I, I myself have only barely a bit been beyond the gate, and uh, I've been with the family for a long time. Did the stories and legends uh, speak of giant spiders down there? Oh no, nothing of the sort. There's clearly a nut, you know, well lit and, and, and cobwebs and spiders, but nothing, nothing like this. No, no, it's just a it's like your, your basic normal crawly thing. Yes, uh, the the early rooms were often used as a, for storage, uh, much like a cellar. Uh, but uh, ever since uh, more buildings were added to the estate, uh, they just really weren't needed anymore. So the whole place was locked away. And uh, just how big was this spider again? Uh, you said large enough to carry a human maid. Oh yes, I, the, I didn't see it myself, but the others who did witness it even said the, the spider was, was quite large, uh, bigger than a horse. They, they said and uh, managed to easily carry off the maiden, scurry back down the, into the tunnels, of course, and burst open an iron gate all on its own. All this it, talk of giant spiders, Adrian has like a thousand-yard look in his eye, like he's <laughs> flashing back somewhere. <laughs> back to the spider wars. Tuffy kind of snaps in his face. Uh, webs everywhere. <laughs> Okay. It, it, it's not quite a thousand yards because it's in base eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thousand spider yards. Right. Fuck, fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> Let's talk about True Dungeon for an hour, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Any True Dungeon listeners out there, you might know that reference. Yeah, yeah old school. You know, uh, I just uh, I hear about this and it uh, it makes me think of one thing. What is that? How do I get out of this chicken shit <laughs> operation? Wait, a coward or something? 
Not as... Uh, well, <laughs> they did say that spider was as big as a horse. Spider uh, where? <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's the whale spider in the base. Oh, <laughs> <shit. laughs> the whale spider. This is getting worse and worse. <laughs> you see me over typing furiously. There is now. There is now. Damn it! Episode two. Shit. <laughs> where spider? Is it the full moon? <laughs> How long ago was this maid carried off? Oh, it was just just just, uh, just yesterday. Uh, what? Any any more incidents or, or weird things that have happened? No, no. But the guards at the gate they uh, they they claim they're hearing uh, strange sounds from down the catacombs. But nobody's been uh, nobody's gone down in, into that area. Like I said, we decided we need uh, experts in this in this field and not uh, just some local guardsmen who aren't quite trained for for this level of, of difficulty. Was the maid alive when she was carried off? Uh, she was screaming for dear life, so I can only assume so. But. Uh, the, the screams eventually subsided. Not, no, not sure if she was uh, killed or possibly just wandered off far enough that you couldn't hear the screams anymore. I, I don't know. So I assume the primary concern here is getting her back alive. Um, I mean, of course, if you're able to do that, that's fantastic. But, but mostly we want to, whatever uh, has taken that nest in the, down in those catacombs. We need it all cleared out so there's no more further incidents. We need to, to keep this all very quiet. Um, but yes, yes, if the, if, the, if the dear maid is uh, recoverable, by all means. I'll go ahead and bring her back, but yes, clear everything out. Well, hopefully nothing's shoved their ovipositor down her throat and laid her eggs in her chest. That is not within mission parameters. Uh, good. What? Why? Why would you su- suggest that? Why? Why? Why would that be a suggestion? I'm just saying it's a distinct possibility. If there's a bunch of creepy crawlies down there, sometimes that's how they reproduce. I have a rank, in na- not rank, but I'm trained in nature. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a random thing, and it's like, choose from one of these. I'm like, uh, nature? So you guys make your way over into Westmeet, a district of Artisport. It, this is a fancy district. This is where all the, the uh, money lives, uh, lots of houses, estates, uh, large, uh, very ornate and fabulous buildings. And you are led to one of the uh, large, older estates. John just about fell on his butt. No. I just about fell on my butt, and I just didn't shit my pants, in case you want to. He, he did a quite a little flail there. What's that smell? I don't trust this chair. Not a, <laughs> not a single <laughs> combat. We had just had a near-death experience. <laughs> exactly. I mean, God damn. Let's so, move on, shall we? Uh, you are you are led into the uh, like the garden gate. You don't go through the front gate of the state. Something a little more subtle. Uh, as you guys... <laughs> We're not suitable for us to go in the front <laughs> No, 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 uh, no. No. Uh, there are some people kind of watching. You see a couple of what look like uh, plain guards. Uh, people obviously been hired. Uh, you're ushered in uh, through the downside of a garden, past a couple buildings, into what is like behind the main building of the estate. The, the main. It's really not a castle, but it is a a large manor-like structure. It's kind of built up on a level. So, and from the backside, you're down below, and there's some earthen structures and, and uh, some of the bedrock. Sorry, there's a little tunnel with the remains of a large sturdy iron gate obviously old and been there a while but it seemed to be in decent shape before it was clearly ripped off its hinges and uh, set you know resting kind of on the side you don't really see much signs of a struggle uh, but the laundry is still flapping from the lines and nearby there are a couple of guards at the gate they look nervous uh, like they really don't want to be there and that's where Jeeves leads you up to and says well there, there it is gentlemen uh, and, and lady uh, I, I, 
I uh, suggest you get to work right away, and uh, when in the, the job is all over, uh, just let the guards here know, and, uh, and uh, that'll be fantastic. Thank you for your services, and uh, moving on. So, Richard, no sign of blood? Like somebody was torn apart as they were being... Uh, no, pulled. not torn apart. Uh, if You make a survival check, and like you're going to see that something big came out here. Yeah. It's hard to notice that they're specifically spider-like, because spiders aren't usually that big. But something big tore through here came out. You see where... Uh, you know, essentially indentions in the ground uh, and maybe a drop or two of blood, but nothing large. Could we use spider war lore for this? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you think it might have been a spider? Oh, <laughs> shit. Dear God. We got another question. As far as the iron gate, you said it was ripped off its hinges, mm-hmm. essentially. So is, is the gate like twisted or is it just like, you know, the weak points were the hinges and that's where it busted open? Um, yeah, I mean, it's twisted a little bit, but clearly something strong enough wrenched this gate free without a whole lot of struggle. Okay. But, right. it, but it wasn't a situation where they just took iron and just mangled it like it was nothing. No, it almost looks more like something burst through. Uh-huh. You know, like say off the hinges, but clearly there was a bolt on one side that, um, came loose. that eventually came loose, but the hinges clearly were just sheared and pushed through. Mm-hmm. Something barreled through this gate with a lot of force and mass got the capability of defying the laws of physics. Something that big shouldn't have enough surface area to be able to well, it, it, It's bigger than a horse. Yeah, that's why uh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. It's magic! Uh, what, are you scared? I, I, no, yeah, of course not. <laughs> nah, nah. I can tell you that Chance Donovan doesn't get scared of nothing like big spiders or bigger spiders or or, uh, I don't know, grasshopper. Whatever you got, I'm not scared. <laughs> do, do you have a fear of bugs? Who likes bugs? Nobody likes bugs. The only good bug is a dead bug. Yeah, we had a whole war over this. <laughs> I, st- I don't... What is this spider war? Don't you read? N- not really. Oh. I, I... Well, then that's a pretty reasonable response. I, I don't think I've attended a single... Did history you, class. Did you not watch that episode of Starfinder Troopers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't think I've attended a single history class. I thought it was a secret war that was conducted by government operatives yeah, deep, yeah. deep in the jungles. It was an eight-prong attack. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. Very fanged assault. <laughs> by the time we were over with the war, we had already been caught up in the web of the government's lies. Right. They hung us out to dry. So is it is it a secret war or was it an actual war? <laughs> I'm still really confused. Well, you should go to class, little lady. <laughs> you know what they say about people who don't learn from their history. Again, They're... I haven't gone to any of my history classes. I mostly skipped them. Yeah, well, they have a saying about that. You're probably going to fail. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the saying right there. <laughs> so you guys going to head on in? Uh, go down there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, uh, let's, uh... Would you like to head down the creepy tunnel? Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. I think we ought to do that. What kind of light sources we got? That's a good question. <laughs> what kind of light sources do you have? <laughs> uh, you know what? I should have probably thought about light sources. <laughs> Richard, give me a moment to consider how much gold I've got left. <laughs> See, I thought this was the point where everybody reminds me constantly they have dark vision. I do have dark vision. If that makes you feel better. There we go. It makes you feel at home. I can tell you I have dark vision. There's one. Maybe on the way over, we stopped and I got a. I bought a. (laughs) 
<laughs> just real quick. I just got, <laughs> there's that cart that sells uh, dull gray iron stones with continual light cast upon I, I mean, if you want to say you bought one, we can That'd be great. One. I, I torch it. Can't afford it. Or we were, just buy a, a wayfinder. Um, yeah, I killed a Pathfinder. <laughs> Pathfinder Society member took his Wayfinder. It's pretty cool. <laughs> They're pretty easily killed from what I've seen. Oh, yeah. Well, you can go to the Aspis Consortium, and they've got their bodies stacked up like cordwood in the back lot. So you can just you know, grab a Wayfinder off one of it's those. like a junkyard. Yeah, you just t- take what you want. Take off the parts and pieces yeah. you need. You got to pay for it on the way out. But I mean, they hang the Wayfinders out there like wind chimes. Yeah, that's right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, so we have one person with dark vision. Uh, well, we got some torches. We have one dull gray island, or aeon stone. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the legally distinct. <laughs> we are members. <laughs> we are. God damn it. I can't think. Of it. It's a Simpsons song, isn't it? No, it's a Futurama. <laughs> we, we are read the OGL. The OGL. <laughs> we are representatives of the legally distinct from the lollipop. That's the one. Is that <laughs> I couldn't remember the lyric. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what about uh, Adrian over there? <laughs> Yo, Adrian, you got a light source? I have caltrops. <laughs> <laughs> Are they glowing? For cal- some reason. <laughs> Are they glowing caltrops? Right. Uh, they gl- they gleam in the what? in the light. Why doesn't somebody just cast light on something? I don't have idea. that. <laughs> oh, that's right. There are no <laughs> casters in this group. This well, is gonna go great. Surely we've got some healers among us. <laughs> Among us? Crickets chirping. I have hand wraps of mighty blows. Does that count as healing? <laughs> yeah, you're you're healing the enemy with negative damage from uh I don't know. You're you're, you're 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 coming up with creative solutions to the problem of life. That's yeah, I'll I'll need to grab a torch from the torch cart. Alright, so <laughs> Adrian has a torch, Tuffy has a torch, uh old uh Chance Donovan. Chance Donovan. Chance Donovan has a. I almost said. The, I almost said the real one. Did you? Yeah. No, I don't know what you're talking about, Richard. This is an entirely original character yes. with an entirely right. original yeah. manner of speaking. Anyway, Shut he, up. He has an Ion Stone that is letting off light, floating or Aeon Stone. It's an Aeon Stone. Got it all the way wrong. <laughs> There's some guys in suits that keep peering in the window every is, time you say what is happening. <laughs> yeah, better be careful. It might get ugly doing some of that. To say. Um, and then we have uh, the the large gentleman. In the in the duster that apparently doesn't need it. No. As you guys move inside and pass the ruined gateway, you find yourself in a simple tunnel, mostly uh, made of old cobble, bearing all the signs of decades without use. The simple but quality construction, you know, the kind that's hard to find these days. The pathway twists and winds downward for a few hundred feet, occasionally blending in with lower sections of the foundation from the large building above. Eventually, you come to a sturdy wooden double door that looks to have seen some fairly recent uh, trauma has been blown open from the inside, kind of forced open. Um, but it's still actually on the hinges. This had some sort of a bar that snapped, so the door could be closed again. Richard, I'll, I'll be taking, unless anybody objects, I'll be taking points so I can be uh, scanning for uh, possibility of traps. Okay. Uh, you look the door over, and it's pretty much just uh, what you think. Something forced this open from the inside. Uh, the doors aren't broken, though. Whatever, there's a bar and some sort of locking mechanism that's kind of been ripped apart. Uh, but you can just push them closed if you wanted to. You don't notice any traps or or runes or anything magical of that nature. It just seems to be like a, a set of double doors that are very sturdy and were, up until recently, probably locked. By the way, periodically checking the ceilings in case something is scurrying along on top of, uh, uh, up on the ceiling. Also looking for signs of webbing 
or other, um, you know, goo, like a, a trail of slime or other, you know, insectoid or, or you know, droppings, that sort of thing. And, and you do find webbing, but it is not inordinately large or anything outside of what you'd expect to find in uh, you know, a passageway that hasn't been used in a long time. So it's a, a fair amount of cobweb, but you're also not cutting your way through it or anything. Okay. And none of them look like they're made by any of the particularly large spiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. You do notice that the passageway is light enough, uh, wide enough that carts could have been pulled down and, and out of it. And there's places where you can actually see where there are ruts where that clearly had been done at some point in the past, but they're just barely large enough. Like hand carts or uh, like like uh, mine carts, that sort of thing? Um, not quite mine carts, but yeah, hand carts and or maybe some small carts pulled by, um, you know, mules or donkeys mm-hmm. or something of that size. So, you know, clearly stuff could have been hauled in here and not necessarily have to be car- carried. Uh, but once again, looking around, you're like, there's nothing and nothing down here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Other than clearly whatever this large creature is that burst its way through. You can see signs where it's, it's uh, walked and moved and... And that's the curious thing. It does match what you'd expect for a spider where it's not all on the floor. Some of it's on the walls mm-hmm. as it's scurried back. Well, hopefully there's just one of these things and we can uh, dispatch it without too much trouble and then go on about our business. You want to head inside the doors? Let's do it. I'll check them first yeah. just to make sure. So can you give them a good once over? Like I said, you, you feel like this was probably well locked mm-hmm. before the locks were kind of uh, burst through and and out but other than that there was nothing that was considered enough to keep this area secure one thing is that uh if there were traps for some reason put down here and i don't know why they would well, a creature that size probably would have set them off so we're probably going to be okay you move inside and find yourself in a series of fairly large arched rooms again simple but sturdy cobble construction Clearly, this once was a, a very handy storage area. Rooms and nooks, they still contain a few chests and old pieces of furniture, all showing the signs of dust and decay that you'd expect from decades of abandonment. You kind of begin to search around, you know, looking to see what you can find and, and checking out the contents of the room. Just then, you hear an echoey, booming voice, seemingly, seemingly from everywhere at once. Turn back, you fools. Flee, wretched thieves and scoundrels. Stay, and your souls will be forfeit. Leave now, or prepare for your bones to remain here forever. <laughs> what hey. the hell was that? I'm not a thief. Just then, eerie noises begin to fill your ears, and a sudden breeze blows a small cyclone of dust around this cellar. As you gather your stances, grab your weapons, and light flashes across the room, and you see a free-floating, full-torso, vaporous apparition, and it begins advancing across the room, moving slowly towards you. Go back, interlopers. Run for your lives, trespassers. Be gone, or I will render you to dust like so many before you. <laughs> Leave. Tuffy fight. So that's a spider, huh? <laughs> Seriously, go. Get out. Uh, what are you, a ghost or something? I'm losing my patience is what I am. Run for your lives, or I'll cast a terrible spell that... Burn your souls from your bodies. Why? 
Okay, why? Seriously, why are you guys not leaving? Well, we're, we're hired to come in here and help out. Yeah, we've been given permission by the family that owns these catacombs. Yeah, we were invited. Okay, okay, I'm, 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 not, I'm not really certain what to do now. People usually run away. Um, uh, this never happened before. <clears throat> well, you know, I got to be real honest. This is the first time that's happened to me. Uh, I've never met a ghost before. Are you a ghost? Ghost. <laughs> Scooby. Um, um y- y- sure. Yeah, that's what I am. Um, that didn't sound super convincing. I don't have to convince you of anything. Hey, Ghosty, you see a spider come through here? Bigger than a horse. That's my train spider. It will come out and kill you if you don't leave. Okay, bring it on. We will pay to kill the spider. Bring him out. This is going to be easier than I thought. I kind of fell right into that one, didn't I? (laughs) Damn it. You really did. Okay, really, why aren't you running away? Everybody usually runs away when I do the spooky voice. Uh, We're very brave, can't you tell? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm just not really feeling this whole thing, so, you know. She's a high schooler, and even she wasn't scared of that. Hmm. Well, people used to be scared. Of course, what are you guys down here to steal? There's really nothing in here anymore. Um, we're not trying to steal anything. Like we said, we we need to kill the spider. Yeah, the spider took one of the maids. We're also trying to rescue her. Oh, that's what all that screaming was. Hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, we don't have to be at odds here. We're Again, we're not trying to take your stuff, unless it's particularly good stuff. But the point is, you know, we can probably get through this peaceably. Um, sure. What are we getting through? What are you doing? I, uh, the spider? We're, yeah, we're going to... We're going to smash the spider. I think this guy oh. might be a moron. Hmm. <laughs> not, he's, yeah, he's uh, the moron. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's unanimous. Yeah. You know. We've um, all been saying. <laughs> sure. I mean, I suppose so. I don't know. I kind of forgot how to talk to people. It's been a long time since anybody just came down here and talked to me. What's your name? Um, I'm, I'm Uncle Edward. Edward? Yeah. Edward, we met some guys earlier. Call that. <laughs> you should meet yeah. him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ed, huh. Ed, the Eddie sons. What? Like, or are the they, Eddie brothers. Are sorry. These, are these some of my relatives? I don't know. It's Ed, Ed. They're the who, Eddie brothers. Is that who sent you down? They, uh, well, they yeah. hired us. Um, they paid us, but it was the, the dude that owned the mansion. Oh. It's yeah. nice to know the family's still using the name. They haven't been down here in a, in a few generations, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they're calling themselves these days. You know, they mentioned that. They don't know much about this place or its history other than a few legends. You know, have you considered maybe uh, talking to them about it? Uh, telling them some of the family history? I mean, I would, but they'd have to come down here. I, I can't leave this room. Yeah, I mean, I would probably not go with, like, the ooky spooky stuff if they were going to, you know. Oh, I, I have to do that. Why? Uh, it's, it's part of the compulsion. I'm, I'm tied to this place. That was the deal I made. Uh, what, so, uh, like, makes you. Yeah, like, I, I get to live forever down here because I kind of like it. But, mm. like, and I have to scare off all the thieves and the robbers so they don't steal the family stuff. But, like, how do you super know that they're going to steal stuff? Oh, because why would anybody else be down here if they're not family members? Only family members are supposed to come in here, so. And I can tell, so if you're family members, I would know, and you guys aren't family members. I just know it. 
but like we're not stealing stuff. I I see that. And you still did that. Well, I didn't know you weren't stealing stuff then. I scare everybody away. Didn't you say that most of the good stuff has been taken? There's really nothing left down here. They they used to bring stuff and store it here, but I don't know. See, there's just some junk. Oh yeah, that's because uh, apparently he said they built more of the house. More oh. of the house, so they don't really need to store stuff down here anymore. Hmm. I suppose that makes sense. Are there? Uh, we heard there were tombs down here. Are they full of riches, like uh, magical items and jewelry and such? Why are you basically telling me you're trying to steal shit? No, I'm just curious. I can ask a few questions, right? We're just talking like a friendly all like. Yeah. Um. I mean, they used to to bring you know, like so I'm back there somewhere, or what's left of me anyway. But I I, I can't leave these rooms here. Hmm. I'm, I'm kind of just, just here. It used to be fun. They used to come visit me all the time, you know. Hey, let's go see Uncle Eddie. And now they don't come anymore. So, like, can family see you like this? Oh, yeah. I, I can make myself visible anytime I want, but just, mm. just here. Got it. Well, we can tell them to come and say hi. I'm uh, sure they'd like to catch up. That'd be great. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I remember. I have all my, my memories from when I was alive, so I... I know, and I, I, you know, they usually come down and talk to me, so I can, you know, I know a lot there, and, and I, could, I could share family history with them. They could go, you know, I, it, you know, I like kids. They send the kids down. You wouldn't, uh, you know, kill them, would you? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know that I can. I can't really move things. Hmm. Can I like, I stick my hand through? Yeah, he's like all ghosty, so it just. Is it cold? I mean, you think it's pretty cool. He just kind of looks at all right, you. No, I said cold. Um, yeah, I'm like, you get that, like, cold, eerie chill. <laughs> Can you do that trick where, uh, you say something, but we can't hear it with our normal ears, but people that have special machines, they can hear it later on? Uh, I can do the spooky voice. No, that's not what I'm no. talking about. Yeah, that's really all I got, a spooky voice. Yeah. Did you say you, uh, know all about this place down here? Yeah, sure, I helped build a lot of it, me and my brother, Sergey. Oh, Sergey, huh? Yeah. So you're Ed and he's Sergey. Yeah. And uh, so you could give us like a, a, a tell us about the outlay of this place. Uh, sure. I mean, this is kind of the big room here. And there's uh, three little rooms off that way and three little rooms off that way. And, you know, the back over here, I still consider part of the big room, but there's another archway. And that's really kind of it. Where did the spider come from? Do you know about like the, the catacombs? Um, I mean, you know, there's a couple of exits. In the back there, but I can't go through the doors. Did you ever, um, like, go in them when you were alive? No, they weren't there. What do you mean they weren't there? They weren't there when I was alive. They built them later. The catacombs? Yeah. Oh. Actually, the first set they built to bury me in. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Were you the patriarch of the family? No, that was my brother. No, Sergey. But I was I was better at building things, so I, I, built, I built the first keep. Well, that's impressive. It, you can kind of see still from the manor house that it looked yeah. like I'm, it was a... I mean, I had help. I built built these here. That's why, you know, they, they asked me and I, I said I, I did want to live forever. So they paid somebody to make me into a ghost. And here I am. I'm just stuck here. It was fun for a long time, but it's been boring lately. What uh, what was Artist Port like back in that day? Uh, when I was alive? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh, it was busy. It was younger. I, I hear it. it's still busy, but different. They say that something bad happened there for a while. Drove out all the, the you know, the non-humans. 
Mm-hmm. It's too bad. I really liked it. You know, a lot of dwarves helped in this place. Not a lot of laborers. Sort of tell from the craftsmanship. Yeah, they were they were fun. I had some good friends at the time, uh, good pals, and uh, I don't know if I'd have gotten done without them. But yeah, I, I hear it got pretty bleak up there for a while. A lot of people died. I know uh, it was rough on the family for for quite some time. But before then, Artisport was always exciting. It was so much happening and so much going on, and you know, it was, it was a fun place for a well, spoiled little rich kid. For no particular reason, I've got to ask, was there a weird sort of temple in the middle of the city where the souls of strange people were kept? I'm just asking for no particular reason. <laughs> just wondering. Are you talking about the Hall of Souls? Yeah, that's particular. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't know why I'm asking. Yeah, it's been there pretty much forever. Nobody really remembers it not being there. That's weird. Mm, yeah. Strange you'd ask that. No, it's. I, I don't know why I was passing I'm, by on my way through town. I'm sure it's not relevant at all. No, <laughs> not, not at all. That's a totally different guy. Yeah. Whose tree did you have to bark up to be made into a ghost? Oh, you know about the tree? The what? I I think he was asking who you made the bargain with in order for eternal life of of a sort. He just said it. A tree? He just answered his own question. A a tree? Yeah. Uh, What sort of tree? Well, the kind that can turn you into an undead. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Ah, Mm, I think he likes it that way. Is a tree down here? Hmm? Oh, no, no. He's sure still up in Artisport. There's a tree in Artisport that turns you into an undead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good bargain. You should uh, look into it. You get to live forever. Be a, uh, you know, all kinds of undead if you want. Not really. But uh, that said, <laughs> this may be a thing we ought to find out about. Doesn't sound safe. Feels like a pretty big reveal. <laughs> it sounds legally questionable. Uh, I'll say morally questionable in a lot of ways. So yeah, if you go in the back there, there's uh, leads in there's door goes down to the tombs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I I know there's a, a access to caves and caverns because uh, kids used to go down and explore and they get lost sometimes. They have to go find them. It's a it's a bit of a thing in different days. Uh, some of the walls kind of got tore out and they they could go on, but I, I, that's all I know really. Never really had anything like this. The spider was kind of new. I didn't know what it was at first. Which way did it go? Uh, maybe you can point out. Uh, you might have noticed the, the screaming went a certain way. Uh, it went through the door, through the big so door. It came out the door and back mm-hmm. through. So it, it went down through the tombs. Anything else ever emerged non-spiderish? Uh, nothing that didn't go in that way. Oh uh, yeah. Like people would go in and they'd come back unless they dead and and then they leave them. And no warning, like uh, you didn't hear the sound of rituals or, you know, rock slides or earthquakes or nothing. It took me a moment to notice. I've been sleeping for at least a decade. Mm. I think. Wait, what year is it? Kind of looks around absentmindedly. I sleep a long time. Um, yeah. We'll tell them the artist poor year, whatever it is. Honestly, it wasn't until the, uh, the, the girl screaming. That's what really woke me up. You know, spiders don't really wake up for that stuff. I was hoping to somebody who talked to you, but eh, he just carried her off really fast. I bet he wasn't the best conversationalist. No, I tried doing the spooky voice with him, and he just kept going. But hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he would have really been affected by the spooky voice. Well, I'll tell you what. If, uh, if we don't get, uh, you know, captured, stuck in a web, injected with venom so that our insides turn into goo, and then are sucked out through its massive fangs, we'll come back, and we'll... Uh, well, tell your relatives that they ought to come down and talk to you. They'd probably get some valuable insight into the family history. 
that'd be great. Uh, it's been pretty boring down here for quite some time. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to speak to somebody. He's all about the pleasantness, isn't he? He who? Him. Oh, that guy? Yeah. He seems okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure everybody knows what we're facing, right? All right. Although I'm not telling anything to veterans of the spider wars. So you guys are going to go down to the tombs? Yeah, I think we ought to go yeah. now. Can I uh, do the spook evos as you leave? If you'd like, we can even yeah. pretend we're fleeing in oh. terror. Oh, could yeah. you? That'd yeah. be great. Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> Run before my greatness. Flee into the great unknown. <laughs> Run, defilers. You're not. You're supposed to where you run. Oh God! I'm sorry. Ah! Oh my God! So scary! It's, it's a ghost. Everyone, run for your lives! Ah! Ah! I am quaking in my boots. Ah! Ah! Oh, I'm terrified. In fact, uh, we had a we had a saying in the military. It went a little something like this: like, Oh God, run, Frank! It's like they're gone. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, where am I? <laughs> so you guys find a uh, door in the back of the, the, <laughs> the cellar area here. Uh, it also has been um, forced open, but once again, it's kind of, it's closed at the moment as though it just kind of swung itself back closed, but you can usually just pull it open and go through. Uh, it leads to, uh, there's actually a couple more storage rooms first here before it leads to a small branch that kind of goes off a main passage. And this is clearly the section that's used for burial of family members through the generations. Somewhere down below, uh, past the tombs, you believe there are going to be passageways that connect to some natural caves. And if you remember, Edward said that they were blocked up at one point, but generations of young, high-spirited descendants have created a few passable deconstructions of those areas, and that's what I believe you're going to be looking for. But... You're going to find those on the next episode of the Adventures of All podcast. Ooh, spooky voice. No, terrified. The next episode of the Adventures of Vault. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Very distracting. Stop. Listen to more before I hunt you down.